0: Welcome to episode number 87 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. We are currently on a series dealing with faith. The title of this series is Faith to Receive. We've been teaching on God's promises to bless us and that he's given us a measure of faith, and that we can have faith beyond our wildest imaginations. We can see results to our prayers like we never thought possible. So we're going to continue teaching that today, and today's particular lesson is going to be dealing with the topic of give faith in order to receive greater faith. So before we get started, though, let me pray, because I don't want to move into this thing without asking for the Holy Spirit to bless and guide us. Father, I thank you for this opportunity I have to bring this lesson at this time to those who are listening in. I pray you would bless it and anoint it. Pray the Holy Spirit would come in now and take over and take charge. And I believe, Lord, that those who are listening in today would receive something very special today. And Father, we need your help, your touch, and all that we do, and we'll be careful to give you all the glory for it now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's almost impossible to write or speak or talk about or do a podcast about receiving something from God without bringing up the subject of giving, because the Bible tells us give and you shall receive. And it advises us and teaches us and gives in examples of how people gave and they received a blessing back. So we're going to get into that today. Some of you may be asking, you know, how giving has anything to do with God creating something out of nothing? Well, that's a question that I'm glad that you're thinking about. At least I hope you are. And I believe that the Lord will clear it up to you. Today, we've got some challenges. First of all, we need to break through the barrier of people believing that they can actually... Bless someone with their testimony or their example of faith. That's something we want to tackle today. We also want to talk about the importance of people giving a testimony and understanding that we don't have a testimony unless we've gone through a test. So, with that, I believe the Lord's going to bless it and bless you as you listen in. You know, when we go to work and we earn money, we start the process of creating something from nothing. Think about that. You don't have any money, so therefore you go work somewhere else, and then because of what you've done, you receive a blessing from it. I think there's a lot of things similar in the Word of God telling us that that we need to do something in order to receive a blessing. The Bible even tells us that faith without works is dead. We can have all kinds of faith, but if we don't put it into action, and if we don't do something, and if we don't exercise that faith, and exercise. the the measure of faith that God has given each and every one of us, I think we might miss out on having an increase in the results of our prayer life. Now, giving has always been the key to unlocking receiving. We're going to get into that today a little bit and talk about how giving has always been the key to unlocking a blessing. So with this, let let me kind of explain what I mean when I say giving faith in order to receive a greater faith in our own life. You see, a lot of folks will get blessed of the Lord, and they're so happy they prayed about it. They ask other people to pray with them and pray for them, and they get this wonderful blessing. But then they forget to do something that's crucial when you're blessed, and that is to give a testimony of what God has done in your life. And you see, when we give a testimony, it's it's an example of our faith being in action. And so when we give that testimony, we're saying, I want you to see what God has done. We're giving glory to God for what He's done. And that testimony is a way to pass on the faith that you have and let someone else catch that and believe in that for their particular need. I know in my own case, when I've been healed of cancer, and I have twice in my life from very serious and basically incurable cancers, the Lord has done something to allow me to have opportunities to witness and give my faith. That's a testimony. When I speak that testimony, there's something amazing that'll happen in people's lives. Their, their faith grows. It builds up. An example that I can give you right now has to do with I was out looking to purchase an appliance for our home. And when I was there, I was talking to the salesman and I told him that I was so happy to be blessed of the Lord and glad that I'm around because the doctors told me that maybe in six months I may not be around any longer because of incurable cancer. And that was told to me six years ago. And when I said that, he said, did I get that right? You were told six years ago that you only had six months to live? And I said, yeah. He said, how'd that happen? You see, there was an opportunity for a testimony. And I took advantage of it, thank the Lord. And as I was talking about it, another salesman came over. And then another one said, hey, you need to come over and listen to this. And another one came over. And I'm not making this up. Within a matter of probably two minutes, six salesmen in that store came over and listened to my testimony of my healing and my faith in the Lord. And when I was doing that, I could tell that people were receiving a blessing. They were receiving faith for something they were challenged with. Because then a couple of them would say things like, well, I'm praying for a need in my family, or I'm praying for this thing, or that thing, or my dad's got cancer, or whatever it might be. And the faith was just passing around in that room from one person to another, and it was growing and it was increasing. So with that example, I hope that you can see that when I said, give faith in order to receive greater faith, I'm telling you what, it's real, but it has to be placed in action. And I know God can do that in your life. So whatever you're challenged with, whatever you're going through right now, give a testimony of faith. Give faith so that others will pick it up, see it, and build their faith from it. And it also increases our faith when we give a testimony of God's goodness in our life. You know, if we were to write down over the course of one day how many times we need to have faith, you'd be amazed. You need to have faith when you sit down in a chair that it'll hold us, faith that when you're driving that God's going to protect you, faith to make right decisions. We have to have faith in order to make a purchase to know that what we're doing is a correct purchase. We have to have faith to believe for other people's needs. It's constantly in us. we constantly thinking in our mind, in our heart, in our circumstances, things that require a certain amount of faith. When we decide to give that faith or share that faith, maybe I shouldn't be using give so much as the word share. Think of it that way, that if we share our faith with someone else who has little faith, then we can see ourselves in a process of creating faith in other people from nothing. They may lack faith. Let me give you another story. I was talking to a man here uh, several months ago who was diagnosed with incurable cancer. And because of what Lord healed me from, I started sharing my healing sharing my faith, giving my testimony. And I started to see him grow and grow. And he looked at me and he said, when I say grow and grow, he was drawing closer to me and and starting to love that talk of faith and love to hear about that statement of faith. And he looked at me and he says, you know, there's one thing I never hear enough about in the church and that's faith. And he says, I'm learning a lot from your testimony of your healing and your faith because I'm seeing it in action. And when he said that, I said to him, you know, in all honesty, you already have faith. And he said, no, I, I really don't have much. At all. I said, no, you do. God gave you a measure of faith. He gives all of us a measure of faith. I said, you have faith already. And I said, you need to allow that faith to grow. Don't stymie it. Don't shut it down. Start testifying of the goodness of God. And when you're in a position, when you're diagnosed with a problem like he had, when, when he had cancer he was diagnosed with that was incurable and they didn't know if he's going to live or not, you've got to step out and believe that God can make something from nothing. And you need to call forth that healing when you don't have the healing. And, and that faith that you have, that measure of faith that you have will allow you to do that. And as you're doing that, share that with someone else and give that example to someone else. And you watch. You just watch and see how your faith will start to grow. I know that my faith increased in my body when I told others about the gift that God had given me of healing in my body and how he's touched me and how he's used that testimony to bless so many people. Just remember this. If you get nothing else out of this podcast today, remember this. When we speak forth a testimony of faith and action in our life, and we speak it forth to someone else, we talk about something that's happened or that someone we know was healed, when we give that testimony, we are making a giant step towards helping that person increase their faith to believe for the need that they have. As a pastor for many years, I have seen so many believers come to me and say, Pastor, I need prayer for this thing or that thing or an illness or a financial need or whatever it might be and I'll pray with them. And then I may not see them again for a while. Maybe I don't see them in church. I don't see them maybe even in the community that I live in or at all. There's no contact whatsoever. And I wonder whatever happened to them. So I'll call them and say, hey, how are you doing? Are you you doing well? Are things going okay with you now? And they'll say, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I should have called you because what we prayed about, God blessed it. And that need has been met. And I said, well, why didn't you call me back so I could share that with others? And they said, oh, I didn't think of it. I wonder, think about this now. I wonder how the Lord feels about that. How would God feel if every time he blesses someone and they don't ever tell anybody about it? Well, there's a story in the Bible that talks about that. Jesus healed the 10 lepers. And the story tells us that he healed them and off they went. And one day, one of them came back and thanked Jesus and thanked him so much for what he did and said, it was amazing what he did. And Jesus said, where are the others? Where are the others who have come back and to give me thanks or to be able to express their feelings about or give their testimonies, what he was saying? And they were gone and they didn't appear. And yet, Jesus had given them life. He'd given them hope. He'd given them faith to believe and only one came back and thanked. So we want to be that one and we don't want to be one of the nine that are not thankful and express God's blessing in our life through a testimony of thanking God for what he's done. So remember, if there's some things in your life where you've been blessed, share that with people. You can do it in a lot of ways. A lot of people say, well, I don't know, how do you get a chance to share? Well, I can walk into a coffee shop and stand in line and have a person right beside me and I don't even know who they are and I'll make a comment like oh it's a pretty day isn't it? it's a beautiful day or boy the line's kind of long or just anything just to start a conversation they might say well yeah that's right I said well you know I'm just happy to be able to be in this line and they'll say really I say yeah you see because I was diagnosed with incurable cancer six years ago and told that I had six months to live and all of a sudden they've received something from me They see my faith, and they look at me and they say, "Really? That's amazing." Well, tell me how did that happen? And I tell them about Vietnam and that I served there, and Agent Orange was sprayed on my body, and 50 years later that that came out in bone marrow cancer, and that you all of a sudden the testimony just grows and grows. And I see that person building, and I'll say, "You know, it's important that you understand that I was healed and that God blessed me in that regard, and I thank God for that." But do you have a need in your life now? You think you say to yourself, "You mean that conversation actually?" actually takes place? Yeah, it does. If you start it, if you activate it, if you activate your faith, it will increase the faith of others. And so by the time I'm through with the story, many times I get a chance to invite them to church. About half the time I'm sharing with them, they'll say, yes, I I know I had an aunt that she had a sickness and she was healed and God must have healed her. And I'll ask them, well, where do you go to church? And they'll, they'll, they'll probably half of them say, well, I go this church or that church or whatever. And then I'll say, well, if there's anything I can pray with you, if I could just get your first name and just tell me what it is, I'll be happy to lift you up to the Lord and believe. And you can see them. All of a sudden, hope gets into their life. And when you get a little touch of hope, you're getting a touch of faith. It's something that you can hang on to, something you can believe for. And that's why giving of our testimony, giving of our faith to someone else will help them and bless them. And it'll it'll grow in us, like I said before, and it will grow in them. So I'm going to challenge you to do that next opportunity you get. You may not know the person or maybe know the person very well, but step out, give a testimony and expand your faith. I want to expand this idea of giving a little bit more. Here's a statement I have in my book that I've written entitled, Receive Everything from What We Call Nothing. It's a book on faith, and I hope that you would maybe have some interest in it. I'll talk more about it at the end of this podcast. Let me give you this statement that's a quote in my book. Giving has always been the key to unlock receiving. In order to receive, we've got to give away what we What we need. If we need friends, we've got to give friendliness to other people. If we want to be blessed, we need to be a blessing to someone else. In Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 26, New Living Translation states this the godly love to give. And then again in Luke chapter 6 verse 38 in the New Living Translation, Jesus says, give and you will receive. Now, in the verse prior to verse 38 in Luke, Jesus was speaking about giving forgiveness. He was referring to every area of giving in our life. So giving, many times when you say the word giving, people immediately think it's only money and that's what he's going to talk about. That's not at all what I want to talk about. I want to talk about giving of who we are, giving of the substance that we have, giving of the faith that we have to someone else, sharing our faith and sharing our beliefs in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's a gift you can give and it's a faith that can be received by them. Giving is a biblical command. It says, Jesus said, give and it shall be given unto you. What types of giving are you doing in your own life? Have you thought about that? Have you thought about what do I give and where do I give and how do I give out? And just don't think about finances right now. Think just about giving of yourself, giving of your testimony, giving of your faith, giving of your trust in God, giving of your counsel to someone, giving of your time maybe to the church, to bless the work of the church, and speaking into someone else's life. See, the word giving means to take something we own and give it to someone else. Think about that for just a second, would you? Think about that. Giving means to take something we own, that we possess, and give it to someone else. Share it with someone else, and we can do that with our faith. The Bible teaches us that the more we give, the more we get back. I've already proven that in some scriptures here. If we give a kind word to someone, and we usually get a kind response back. Now, let me give you just a little word of caution in this whole process of giving in order to receive back. There are times when we give of ourselves that we expect to receive back quickly, we want it like now. But I find that type of giving requires us to give and continue. To give until we receive. You see, after we receive, we must continue to give. So, when we need something in our life, we need to have faith, increase faith, there's going to be steps that we need to take. The Bible tells us the steps of a righteous man are led of God. I believe that's an important scripture because it tells us that being a Christian and walking this life is a step by step, day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year life experience. And we can grow through that whole time and have a positive impact on ourselves and on other people. But to think that we can just want something now and by faith we get it right now, like believe, 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 I'm going to get it right now. Lord, I need a million dollars and walk out to the mailbox and expecting it sitting in there. That's not going to happen most likely. It could, but most likely it won't. So therefore, we've got to have patience and believe that God's timing is more important than our timing because he answers prayer in the way he chooses to answer prayer. Sometimes it's not now, it might be later, and sometimes The prayer is never because the answer that you want is not going to be good for you. So that's another subject and one we'll get into it on another podcast. But I want to stay on this important area of giving. See, I believe it's important to understand the reason that we give of our faith and extend it to someone else. We must never do it with wrong motives. We must never do it with a braggadocious attitude. You see, when I was going through cancer at the clinic and I was having my treatments and I would go in there, I saw so many people going through difficult times. They were literally fighting for their lives for survival as I was. And I would go in there and my countenance, I always wanted to be positive and uplifting to other people. I wanted to smile at people and and tell them, bless you and the Lord's going to bless you. Those types Types of things, but I didn't want them to think when they saw me get better and I got better and better and better, I didn't want them to think that God loved me more than them because all of a sudden I was getting cured and they were not. So it's important that when we have faith, we can't be arrogant with that faith. We can't be egotistical with that faith. We can't look down on other people. Oh, ye of little faith. Jesus talked about that to his disciples, but we can't got to avoid thinking that just because other people don't have as much faith as we have that somehow they're not as maybe connected to God as much. That That's a terrible thing to think and it's a terrible thing that people portray. I've seen Christians who become arrogant in their faith and become kind of braggadocious about it and try to make other people think that they've got something that others don't have. Well that's not the type of faith that God wants us to have and that in reality that's not true faith anyways. One of my favorite stories of God creating something out of nothing has to do with a young lady in our church who wanted to bless the church. I know I'm changing topics here a little, not topics, but I'm changing the direction just a little bit, but I've got a purpose in this. You see, she wanted to be a blessing to others, so she wanted to give so she could be a blessing. Now, she had faith to make a big commitment with a little income. She had a small income, but she made a big commitment. And that income was just not going to support the kind of gift that she wanted to give. But she walked up to me and she said, Pastor, I want to give this much money. And I kind of knew her situation. I knew she was raising children on her own. I knew she had a very small income. And that gift was pretty large. And I, I told her, I said, well, you don't have to do this, you know. And you know, you could do less than that. It's not important that you give that certain amount. And boy, all of a sudden she looked at me and she got kind of mad. She said, don't you steal my blessing from me don't you rob me from my blessing and in reality she was right And I was wrong. I was thinking, I was trying to help her and protect her, that she didn't really need to give that much money away. And she said, no, by faith, I'm stepping out in faith this to happen. So she made her big commitment. And I'll tell you, within a matter of just a few months, all of a sudden, she fulfilled that commitment. The money just came out of nowhere at her boss. And her company started giving her big pay increases and bonuses. And money started coming to her. She was a good worker, obviously, a good employee. But God saw her and saw her faith. And that great big amount of faith that she had, I could have robbed her from that by talking her out of it. But instead, I said, fine, go ahead and do what you really feel the Lord's leading you to do. And she was able to meet that commitment and then get blessed financially above and beyond that. So what a great story that is of a person walking out in faith. So when someone has faith, here's the lesson in this. When a person has faith to believe like that, don't put them down or don't tell them, well, that's nice, but don't get too excited about it. We need to be sure and encourage people we need to encourage them in their faith and help them by doing that we're giving them an opportunity to increase their faith but if we tell them oh you don't need to do that you don't need to give this you don't need to spend that much time doing this or doing that we could be robbing them from growing in their faith and quite frankly we're robbing ourselves of growing in faith when we tell other people not to believe for so much you know, it reminds me of the story when I started the church. People said, well, don't get too excited about building a church out there that leads people to Jesus. And I said, no, no, people are going to find Christ. And they said, well, I don't want you to get disappointed and get hurt because most churches out in North Scottsdale, they don't give altar calls and ask people to give their life to Christ. So you, you, you may be very upset but in this thing, but it's probably not going to work to have the type of church you want to have out there. And the negativity and the lack of faith that I saw coming at me, I had to stop it. I had to rebuke. I had to say, no, I'm not listening to that. I'm just not going to go there because God had a greater plan for me and a greater plan for our church and a greater plan for my life. And He wanted me to, to increase my faith by each and every day seeing something positive happening towards the church and in the church and allow the church to grow and prosper. Had I listened to the advice of someone else who were basically negative people who were not walking in faith or believing in faith, I would have been robbed of greater faith. So giving will help other people receive faith, but also we can cause people to lose their faith or reduce their faith by by speaking negatively and by not being positive with them and encourage them to reach out and trust God, do something great in their life. Now, let me give you another quote from my book that I mentioned earlier. Giving from what you have brings life into what you will receive. Think about that for a second. If we give from the faith that we have and say, I've got faith to believe and trust in God to do this or do that. Then when we give that, it brings life into what we will receive. It gives us hope because hope is just simply a portion of faith. Faith is hope and hope is faith. And the two go together. And many times people think that hope is wishful thinking and I don't believe it's wishful thinking at all. I don't believe that that faith is wishful thinking. See, I don't wish someday this will happen or I wish that'll happen or I'd say if someday I'm lucky this will happen or if I get luck that'll happen. Those are things that are totally opposite from faith and we must never confess that. We must always confess that giving from what we have brings life into what we will receive. So when we give up the faith that we have to other people, to encourage other people to have, to encourage ourselves to have faith. You see, many times we don't do that. We talk about other people's faith and how it grows and how strong their faith is or how weak their faith is. But many times we don't realize that we should be focusing on our faith, that our faith can grow and should grow and must grow and will grow if we trust God and step out in faith and claim those things that are not as though that they are. Let me give you another challenge right now. Today, right now, this would be a great day for you to decide to call forth those things that are not in your faith as to what God wants them to be. There's a great example of this found in the Bible. It's in Matthew chapter 17 and verse 20. In the New Living Translation, Jesus is talking to people who basically are struggling with their faith. So he looks at me and says, you don't have enough faith. Jesus told them, I tell you the truth. If you had faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would be possible. Nothing would be impossible. Now, that's faith. Now, people say, well, is that really something that we can use to grow our faith? Absolutely. Jesus, I don't believe, was talking about basically that we can say, Father, I want that mountain to move and you just see it crumble and fall apart or slide to one side or the other. That's not what he was saying. What he's saying is there are challenges in our life. There are mountains in our life. A lot of people face walls in their life, things and barriers that are keeping them from accomplishing something that they feel they need to do or that they need to do for the Lord or do for someone else. You see, that mountain can be removed. That challenge, can be removed. That thing can be taken away. If we have faith as small as a mustard seed, a little tiny little piece of faith, we're able to have great results with that. And if we'll have that ability, if God shows us that we can have that kind of ability to have great faith, even though we start with just a tiny little bit, then how can we get more faith? We can increase our faith by giving it away, by showing it to others, by being thankful to God for what he's done for us to be able to speak into other people's lives and share what happened in your life to someone else's life. And as you do that, you'll grow. And that little mustard seed of faith that we read about will become huge. It'll become gigantic. It'll be amazing. And will be able to accomplish things that you never thought was ever possible. So today would be a great day to make that decision, to call forth that faith that you lack, that you want. Believe for it in Jesus' name. And today, we need some to trust God that he wants to give that faith to us, that he will give us that faith and begin to give in order to open up the gates of heaven to receive what God has for us. I believe it's right there. All we need to do is claim it and believe it and walk in it. I want you to remember that giving applies to far more things than merely money Our finances. Matter of fact, I've talked almost nothing at all about finances in this particular podcast. We must give love, kindness, friendship to those who need them. By doing this, we will bring something good, worthwhile, authentic, powerful, and joyous into our life. We'll live that joyful life if we give from what we have. If we speak faith, we'll get greater faith. If we give faith to others by telling them to trust in God, that's an extension of our faith to others. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. The way we share our faith and give our faith with others is to share scriptures that we believe, that are powerful and have helped us in our life. And people will latch on to those and believe for those and you'll see people around you grow in their faith. Matter of fact, there are people that I've known for years that when I first met them, they had very little faith. They just didn't think, seem to think that God loved them or even cared for them. They didn't have faith to believe to be able to give anything that they had to anyone else because they figured if they gave it away, they'd lose it. They didn't understand the premise that you receive because you give. And Yet they stayed with it and stayed with it, and now today those people are great people of faith. They're believers. They are people who trust God. They know that God has the answer. They know that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything they can imagine or even think according to the power that's in them. They know it, they claim it, they walk in it. So we can do the same thing. So that's my prayer for you today is that you will claim that faith that God wants you to have and ask Him for the faith faith that He wants to bless you with for it to come into your life at whatever pace He wants it to come and have patience to wait upon God and wait upon the blessings of the Lord. But seek Him and continue to get closer to God. Get God As we draw closer to Him, He'll get closer to us. And as we draw closer to Him, our faith will increase. As we read His Word, we'll have an increase in faith. As we give of our finances, we'll have an increase in our faith. As we give testimonies of what God has done in our life, we will increase our faith faith and be able to give that faith to someone else that will help them to meet the challenges that they face in their life. So I believe that God has a plan in your life to increase your faith. I believe it, and I call it forth in Jesus' name. So let me pray as we close this out. Father, thank you once again for the opportunity I have to share this with others. And I pray, Father, that people will receive this teaching today and give of what they have to others and let it come back pressed down, shaken together, and running over thank you for this opportunity, Lord, I've had to share with those who've tuned in today. I'll give you praise for it and that you'll receive all the glory in it, Father. And I pray more than anything else, God, that your name will be glorified in everything that we say and that we do. And as you help our faith to grow, Lord, we'll give you all the glory and all the honor for it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I know that I've been blessed today by speaking about faith and how to experience a greater faith in our life. And it's an honor and a blessing to me for you to take your time and listen into these podcasts. And I pray that as we continue on, that you'll be blessed with them. Next podcast that I'll be doing is entitled Saying We Lack Faith is a Roadblock to Increase Faith. So we want to call forth those things that are not as though they are. So we'll do that with faith and believe for that. And I know God's going to bless us for it. I know that without a doubt. I would like to encourage you, if you'd like to get additional information that I've written, I've been blessed of the Lord to be able to write a number of books on various topics. The name of my podcast is Quality Christian Living, and this particular area we're dealing with is Faith to Receive. So this series is designed to help people increase their faith and see greater results from their prayer life, and for those things where they step out in faith and claim the promises of God. I believe it's going to happen in your life, and I'm thankful that you have listened in to be a part of this. My next podcast is entitled, Saying We Lack Faith is a Roadblock to Increase Faith. Now, some people think that they're just being humble when they say, oh, I just don't have the faith to do that. And they're just being humble and they kind of let it go at that. But I don't believe that's the right way to look at it. You see, we've got to avoid making statements, those things and confessing those things that are not and believing that they're going to continue not to be. That's why I'm teaching this series that talks about calling forth those things that are not as though they are. I believe if you would like to take advantage of some of the material that I've written, you could go to my webpage davidcfriendauthor.com and on there you'll notice a number of books I've written on faith and generosity and finances and things of that nature. If you're interested, I'd like you to take advantage of that. If your interests lie in the area of finances and financial prosperity, you would like to know more about it. I've done a series of messages for like nearly three months dealing with financial prosperity and those can be found if you'll just tune in to the podcast that I do each and every week. In addition to that, if you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that on CPN shows. or wherever you listen to your podcasts. So this has been a pleasure for me to bring this session to you today. I believe in faith. I believe that it can grow and I believe that it's going to grow in your life. So I'm claiming that for you and believing it for you. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So until next time, may God richly bless you.